Like, why don't family members send me money for my birthday anymore? When I need it more now than I did when I was seven. Hi, America. <laughs> Hello, world. My name is Adrian Lee, and I am your host. Welcome to the show, More Questions Than Answers, the only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites, and TV shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the mysterious, strange, supernatural, unusual, bizarre, and just plain weird. If you have just tuned in, especially to hear the show, then I admire your taste. If you have just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests, somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains, with the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. So snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and awe value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming, and I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and evanescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years with her own team called Hellhound Investigations and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and EVP experts with the International Paranormal Society and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. Heather can't wait for the zombie apocalypse. She will be straight down the cemetery with a sledgehammer for the greatest game of whack-a-mole ever. <laughs> And you know it. Welcome to the show, Heather. <laughs> Hello. I also wish to introduce the mad and crazy <laughs> Michelle Corey. Michelle was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle went on a first date this week where she was told she was going to be treated like a movie star. Perhaps she should have asked which type of movie star first. Should have asked. Yes. Should have yes. asked. Mm -hmm. Warning there for everybody. Learning. Yep. Rough night. This is season two, episode 111. 111 is a philanthropic, money-giving great uncle with a varied and impressive collection of sledgehammers and foreign films. Mm. 111 is a number sometimes called a Nelson after Lord Admiral Nelson, who only had one eye 
one arm and one leg. His friends called him Lucky, by the way. <laughs> oh, God. Famous, of course, for defeating Napoleon. Old Boney defeated Napoleon at the Battle of Trafalgar. Mm-hmm. And that has a giant column named after him in Trafalgar Square in London, plunging itself into Mother Nature. When 111 is scored in cricket, it is considered unlucky, and it's called a Nelson for that reason. It's an unlucky number, one hmm. one Umpires stand on one leg until the score moves on, until it goes to 112, 113. No, they don't. They do. I will show you video footage of this. Oh, I don't believe you. It's very true. 2-2-2 two, two, two is a double Nelson. 3-3-3 three, three, three is a do triple Do they stand Nelson. on two legs? And what do they do for the third <laughs> yeah, leg? They don't stand on any. They get, arre- oh. they get arrested. Is what. Yeah. But then no one's watching the cricket. Everyone's in the bar drinking and eating a picnic. Cricket matches last for five days. It's in irrelevance what's going on out oh. there because you're reading the newspaper and eating a pie and drinking in the bar. Mm. No one's watching. But it is. Any score is like 111 for one or 222 for two in cricket is very unlucky and the umpire will stand on one leg until the score moves on i will show you such things you non-believer dialing 111 will see you put through to the emergency services in new zealand new zealand was of course where the lord of the rings trilogy was filmed and in the fellowship of the ring by jr tolkien 111 is referred to as 111 two two facts (laughs) two facts for the price of one there we go now for possibly the first time anywhere on the planet we are going to embrace the everything you ever wanted to know about new zealand but was afraid to ask mqta quiz oh good simple question to start with points to be won early on where's old zealand No, it's not. I've kept my notes under lock and key due to the cheating that's been taking place. I've never cheated. I know where Old Zealand is if you want to know. I don't. It's one of the states of Holland, the Netherlands. It's Mm -hmm. in Zealand. Is in one of the Dutch. Yes, so New Zealand was Dutch Mm -hmm. colonists. So I can actually tell you, I will give myself points. (laughs) Old Zealand is one of the states of Holland. (laughs) I'll give myself two. All right, then. Makes me very happy. There we go. The first question was, despite the cheating, how many sheep for every person living in New Zealand? It's the biggest ratio of sheep to humans, but how many sheep to one human in New Zealand? 21. 21. 30. It's nine. Heather gets the point. (laughs) Sorry to disappoint you. How do you find a sheep in New Zealand in long grass? Badly. Delightful. Badly. Is it dark? I found it delightful. (laughs) In 2012, New Zealand was the first country to broadcast a weather report in this language. The language of? France. That's French, then. (laughs) See how this show works? Comment salavus, sava. Trabien and messy buckets. French. So you're saying that despite France being a country forever, forever, you're saying in 2012, the first weather report ever broadcast in French took place in New Zealand, not more than a mere five years ago. What were they delivering the weather in in France out of interest? Sign sign a New Zealand accent. (laughs) Just like Monty Python. Do excuse me, I'm due back on Earth at any moment. 
You're sticking with French, are you? Despite France being a country like forever. Sure. Okay. Oh, God. Any ideas? I, I will go with Maori. Maori. It's the language of love. No, it's not. <laughs> Your warm front's giving me a ridge of high pressure. Oh. It's elvish. No. Oh. They delivered a weather report. I figured it, they'd have one in Maori as well. In El- I'm, sure that, I'm sure they've delivered Maori weather reports forever. Last one to win points in New Zealand. It is illegal to go up in a hot air balloon with this animal. With this animal. You can't go up in a hot air balloon. New Zealand's very famous for hot air ballooning because of the countryside. You go up and you spend a day taking photographs, looking at the fabulous coastline. I think it's got the third biggest coastline of an island. A kangaroo. You cannot go up in a hot air balloon (laughs) with a kangaroo. What if it had like a Hawaiian shirt and like a camera hanging around (laughs) its neck? Dave, they say you can't go up, mate. (laughs) Bloody hell, I've been queuing for an hour. I'll fight someone. (laughs) No, Dave, don't do it. It's not worth it. I'll send you the photos. I'm really torn between two answers. Well, give me both and I'll tell you you're wrong both. Okay, I'm going to go with either a kiwi bird Okay. Or a duck-billed platypus. Yes, it is indeed a rooster. I'm sure there's lots of jokes to of be had. Of course it is. We'll get taken <laughs> off air. You cannot, <laughs> you cannot go up in a hot air balloon with a male chicken. Why? Mm-hmm. Just I, a female I one, then. A hen can go hen up. That, yeah, Maybe hens... it will peck the balloon. <laughs> oh, no, we're coming in hot. <laughs> 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 Wow. Did you catch that on film? Yeah. There's Dave the kangaroo saying, I'm glad I didn't <laughs> go up on that. <laughs> I told him not to go. He's the one filming it. He got everyone's yeah. valuables. Yes, you cannot go up in a hot air balloon in New Zealand with a cock, apparently. So there wow. we go. When asked for his thoughts on migration of New Zealanders to Australia, the Prime Minister of New Zealand stated that the annual exodus of Kiwis to Australia raised the IQ of both countries. Oh, my God. (laughs) God. I'd love my Prime Minister to say stuff like that. That makes me want to vote for him. I love the Kiwis. It's a joy, isn't it? 111 is the lowest possible number, requiring six syllables to name, or seven if you include the and. So everyone at home is now counting slowly mm-hmm. on their fingers while saying 100 and... But it's true, it's the lowest possible number requiring six syllables. Huh. Hmm. Each week, we love to read out the mailbag. We oh, love no. to yes. hear oh. your thoughts, your comments. I haven't read any. Your so letters. this is going to be a surprise. I'll help Ooh. you with the long words. You'll be fine. Oh, good. Our regular listener, Robin, in Massachusetts Hi, posted... Robin. Hi, Robin! Thank you for the very funny and informative show last Friday. I so wish I could see the pantomime by Michelle and Heather so I could fully understand why. <laughs> I don't know about that. Why the show started with so many snorts yeah. that Adrian had to stop his opening. I tried not to stop my opening, but I couldn't, I couldn't. couldn't stand in the way of that. You couldn't stop your stopping. No. Even in my imagination, I was cracking up so much that I was afraid I would wake up my husband. Awesome. I made the bed jiggle with my giggle. Oh, that's funny. Can we say that on air? Are we allowed to say that? Yes, you are. I'll do some inquiries and we'll see if we can say that. Her question was, how is it that Adrian is in his mother's house, under the covers in the dark, with two effervescent, crazy women? 
Who knows what we can't see? Mm, who knows? Them's just the breaks, unfortunately. <laughs> How can his mother stay asleep and snoring in the next room? Does he give her sleeping pills? Nope, um, it's called a gin and tonic, is what it's called. Uh, a hot Large. toddy. Large. She needs a hot toddy. Oh, he's such a lovely son. Look, he's bringing me a drink. Mm. Every Friday night he brings me a drink. There, yes. Mum. Get that down, you girl. You'll be asleep in 20 minutes. Guys, do it before There. Yeah. Before Give her eight. a drink. And then all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> yeah. there we go. That's the sound of a gin and tonic. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Jonas in California simply posted, Wow. Heather Morris, just yeah, wow. <laughs> I don't know Hi, what Jonas. that means. But I do. Okay. That may have been down yeah. to the yeah. fact <laughs> you made an admission on last week's show that you've actually sniffed a Van de Graaff generator ball. Yep. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Snipping balls. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I got weird people emailing. <laughs> Half the prison population of America is on your Facebook list. Some of them are doing a diamond chino. It was adorable. I'd like to think that if you placed your nose close to the ball of a van der giraffe, giraffe generator, that's the one with the long neck, you're going to get some sort of sparkage up your nostril at that point. Yes, and it does smell. Does it? it smells of electricity, strangely enough. Yes, it does. Ooh. Wow. Sparky. Dan in Kansas simply posted, I so much enjoy the show. Yay. Thank you. Heidi in Minneapolis posted, I listen to MQTA regularly when getting ready for school in the early morning. You make my day. 1,000 points for me. A minus two for Adrian, you stinker. Yay. Yay, I think she's my new favorite. Lovely. Perfect. So that's 2,000 points to Heidi. And I started off on two, and I'm now back to zero. The good Lord giveth. And Heidi taketh away. And Heidi taketh away. <laughs> I also have to mention, of course, Martin, our regular listener. In Martin! The has created an amazing online auction site called Martin's Online Auctions. They're on Facebook. There is everything on there from living dead dolls, dolls yeah. yes, to 80s. Awesome. Metal concert t-shirts. Awesome as well. The yes. unusual, the strange, the intriguing and bizarre. Right up your street, Miss Morris. Yes. Super cool. I love it. Yes. Go and have a look at what is morbidly fascinating. These strange and bizarre items are all on there. Just a click away from owning, you'll be glad to know. Remember Martin's online auctions on Facebook. You've yeah. already shown good taste by tuning into our show. Now surround yourself with good taste by buying items on Martin's online auctions many thanks for that if you wish to go onto our facebook site all of our stories all of the chat the cartoons the stories the video footage the photographs the jokes the camaraderie are all on there for you that is more questions than answers with adrian lee on facebook we currently have five thousand eight hundred followers on there remember you can listen to the show's Anytime you wish. Everything is archived over the last four years. If you go to soundcloud.com and search for MQTA Radio, we have many, many thousands of listeners on there. Is it 80,000 at the moment? I've lost track. Almost 84. Almost 84. Amazing. Wow, I miss a week and we gain another four. If you're listening to the show right now in our archives, of course you can listen in the car, in the gym, while you're at school. Walk in the dog anywhere you wish. Mm-hmm. Give us a little love heart. There's an orange love heart. You can click it right now. Or red if you're not colorblind. Yes. 
There is a tonally darker than white love heart. We would love for you to press that love heart. And remember, we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show in a round called Not For Your Mother. It's stories we can't read out at the top of the hour on Dark Matter Radio. We'll get removed. But it's the stories from around the world that are laden with filth and innuendo. Yes. So we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes for you. A little Easter egg, a little present. If you find us in the archives, you get more. You get extra. You can go to iTunes. You can go to Stitcher. You can go to TuneIn Radio. If you're on iTunes, you can also leave us a nice review. We'd be very grateful if you enjoy the show. If you don't like the show, then my advice is not to write anything at all. We have a Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips, T-I-P-S. We have 93,000 followers on there. And if you wish to catch the show first, join us on Dark Matter Digital Network dot com at 8 p.m. Central Time every Friday night. Come and join the fun and hilarity. We have 100,000 listeners in 190 countries all over the world. Now... The great thing about being post-Easter for the last month is, of course, yeah. you get bargain chocolate. Yep. You get yes. cheap Easter bargain bucket candy. Nothing uh. could be better than raking through two-month-old Easter chocolate <laughs> that no one wants. It's all damaged. Damaged. Someone's had a nibble out of a lint rabbit's ear. There's egg-bound peeps that nobody yes, wants. No. True. Some of them have been banned from hot air ballooning in New Zealand, as yes. we speak. Now, think back to episode 70, series two. Michelle's first show with us. It was. We got her to eat a cacophony <laughs> of ill-tasting jelly beans, earwax, oh. grass, sausage, dirt. Well, oh. this is where we're now heading, you see. Oh, because in the bargain bucket this week, four weeks after Easter, we have... <laughs> oh, oh, sweet Jesus. For our palates to experience, for our listeners to enjoy, oh. I have found... Oh, no. Oreo peeps. There is a reason why this packet has now been brought forth. Oh, we, have a, we have a butler here dressed up like Jeeves and Worcester. He's got a silver tray. So we have marshmallow <gasps> flavoured... Marshmallow flavoured... Peep. Peep flavoured Oreos. I hate peeps. We are going to be eating one in yep. a minute. <laughs> Yummy peeps. But, oh no, this is not the end. Oh no. No, there's, there's more. Far more. There is more. Miss Morris, would you like to explain further to the ladies and gentlemen? These peeps happen to have a effect on the people that eat them as long as they eat a few of them. So, what happens? Now, we're on a similar page here, I believe, to a story we did several years ago. With the Black Bun Whopper. They had the Black Bun Halloween <laughs> Black Whopper. Bun Whopper. And we did a social experiment. We, we for our listeners. We took I, one for the team. We took one for the team. We had. I wasn't on the team yet. Said burger. <laughs> it was black. It was. But that's not how it turned out a day later, was it? Mm -mm. It was fluorescent green. <gasps> mm -hmm. So, what colour are we looking at here? What are we saying is going to happen? Well, they're pink. Yes, Peeps. dark so we're, pink. We each have to eat a sleeve. Yes. You're supposed to. <laughs> we're not going to eat a sleeve, but I will give you a cookie. Just oh, to, can thank you. Catch you. That? There we go. Michelle, I can see that you're looking forward to this. Yeah. Well, they we don't go. even squish. No, that's uh, pretty solid there. And they don't look very marshmallowy, I must say. This isn't good uh, radio, is it? Because you're now going to hear the sound of three presenters working their way. Do you know Oreos are covered in like alchemy symbols? Look at the front of that. It's all Masonic. Look at that. That's There's not an Masonic. That's an alchemy symbol, I it's tell flowers. you. It's flowers. Yeah. Okay. 
What are you thinking? Well, hang on. Let me have a chew on this and we'll see what happens. Go for it. That's sweet. I'm losing all my teeth. My teeth are turning to dust. <laughs> Great radio, right? Do I have to eat it? Do you have to eat it? Oh, it's gone in in one. The whole works. Look at that. To be honest, it tastes pretty much like a sugar cookie. It does. It is. It's, it's not that bad. It's all no, sugar. No, it's not. Mm -mm. I could eat these with coffee. Oh, Give yeah. me the sleeve. Okay, it's coming your way. <laughs> yeah. For the sake of our social experiment, we tomorrow to... morning we're going to see if that's glowing pink, right? We'll report next week. Mm -hmm. We'll tell you. You have to tune in next week. <laughs> these to actually see. aren't that bad. No, I thought they'd be horrible. I think for the first time on radio, I'm going to say tune in next week, ladies and gentlemen, to see if Heather's defecation is bright pink. Mm. I, I think I can safely say that's and never been said. And it smells like roses. <laughs> like peeps. It smells like peeps. <laughs> It is Mother's Day coming up. Oh, Perhaps we can good. give her a gift of flowers. Oh, I've got that coming later in the story. Thank you. <sighs> well, I started on two points and, and I lost two points. <laughs> Michelle's got one for getting a kiwi, which is a bird, yeah. flightless, similar to a chicken. Heather's on two <laughs> points for some sort of cheating somewhere down the line. I thought and that was a fruit. Heidi, a kiwi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with that. Heidi's on 2,000, apparently. I'm good. But she's still got opportunities to lose some points. We now run into the first round, clutching our peeps in one hand and a flashlight in the other. <laughs> it is the stories of we roll. <laughs> ghosts and hauntings. Everyone out there listening to this is thinking, I wish I was in that studio now eating peeps and hanging out with those guys. Yeah. Show me mm -hmm. your teeth. No. They're pink. I your know. teeth have gone pink. I hope oh, that's dear. all. <laughs> You're disgusting. <laughs> I love it. A rural village was left terrified when Heather Morris chewed a cookie light on her. When a mystery ghost girl was snapped walking in a nearby woods. Not wearing a red hood, by the way, or going to her grandma's house. Mm. In the spooky snap, a young girl dressed head to toe in white was equally pale-skinned was spotted. A huntsman caught the creepy figure on one of his cameras set up in the woods in Cambridge, New York. He had aimed to simply find out whether the area was a popular route for locals, but was stunned by what he saw. The picture sparked wild conspiracy theories when it went viral on social media. I think it's a ghost, one claimed. Why do I say that? Because look at it. It's definitely a spirit. Look at it. Look at it. Just look at it, I tell you. Look at the picture. I don't want to. Look at the picture. It never looks like it's supposed to. I'll force you to go up in a hot air balloon with a chicken. Another road? I would say there's no way that's a ghost. But that's the kind of thing where I'd say I don't know. So there's no way it's a ghost. But then he says I don't know. I'm on the fence. Ever considered a career in politics? <laughs> Paranormal expert Tanya Woodward even weighed in saying the area experiences a lot of mysterious activity. I bet. Police soon intervened in an attempt to identify the ghoulish figure. How about catching criminals and solving crimes? Do you remember those days? I've lived here all of my life and I've never heard of a ghost running around the woods, Cambridge Police Chief George Bell said. But if I see it, I'm going to shoot one dead. <laughs> Really? How's that going to work it's out? It's Cambridge, New York. Wow. Haunted wood 
or Little Red Riding Hood. Oh. Decide for yourself. Oh, no. Visit our Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee. All of tonight's stories are there for you in glorious Technicolor. I shall bring myself back up to two points, despite what Heidi wants. Heather Morris, what have you got for me tonight first in the round of Ghosts and Hauntings? Well, when it comes to real estate, there are your fixer-uppers, and then there are your pay no mind to the mysterious tenant who you absolutely cannot see or meters. French? We got French? Yeah, yeah. A home in Casey, South Carolina, listed on websites including Zillow and Remax, seems to fall squarely in the latter camp. Twitter user Becca Sup appears to be the first person to publicly comment on how the odd listing was. Let's start to unpack exactly why Sup may have called the place a nightmare house. After all, it looks pretty charming from the outside, right? The first red flag shows up in the very first sentence of the description. Please read carefully before scheduling showings. And you'll want to read carefully, or you may almost miss the buried tidbit about the mystery tenant who has never paid. Upstairs apartment cannot be shown under any circumstances. Y'all. Buyer assumes responsibility for the month-to-month tenancy in the upstairs apartment. Occupant has never paid and no security deposit is being held, but there is a lease on the place. Yes, it does not make sense, but please don't bother asking. Wow. So it comes with a free squatter. Yes, it's a ghost squatter. It's a ghost. Yes. Can you ever meet this person? How on earth does this no-pay lease work? And did said upstairs tenant have anything to do with this? Well, photos of the home, which still appear on both sites, are not exactly reassuring. Additionally, the listing specifies that little is known about the condition of the house, maybe because no one is allowed to see part of it under any circumstances so you're going to buy this house and under any circumstances you cannot see who the upstairs tenant is at all what's the first thing you're going to do when you get handed the keys and everyone's gone that's right (laughs) (laughs) i told you not to open the door Uh, (laughs) anyway after sup brought this place to the awareness of twitter people had some strong emotions But on the other hand, maybe this isn't such a bad deal. There's been a lot of talk online about how creepy and disturbing having a mystery tenant you never see is. But isn't that also the kind of an ideal roommate? Maybe if you never see them and they're not paying any rent. Well, that does cause a little bit. They're not going to do washing up. They're not going to do your laundry. That's true. I wouldn't want to buy a house and not be allowed in my own house to visit one of the rooms. <laughs> like up in the attic or something. First Don't go would, up there. Yeah, as their car's pulling out the driveway, yeah. the first thing I'm going to do is go in that room. Do you know, I'm a very sneaky person. Get and... away. <laughs> I've seen the way you cheat on this show. Looking at my notes while I'm squeezing the lemon. I love your honesty. <laughs> and I wouldn't do that. I would be the one on Amazon looking for spy camera stuff that yeah, like a creeps through a vent <laughs> yeah. you're, you you're pushing cameras under the door frame that's right that's, that's right. terrible <laughs> there's a ghost in there and they can see a camera coming under the door yeah. well frankly 
We'd take this dude, dudette, haunted spirit over previous roommates who have hogged the bathroom and never washed their dishes ever. So what you don't know can't hurt you. This old house. Do you know a song? I played you a song once. This old house. Do, 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 yes. So. Yeah, that do. was a story. That was a song written back in the 50s and 60s about a house that had been left to rack and ruin. The shingles were falling off and the window panes were broken because the guy inside had died and no one had found him. So it's a very creepy song, This Old House. If you want to listen to that, I think Shaking Stevens got to number one in Britain in like 1982 (laughs) or 83 with that particular hit. But that's worth a look. It's a dark song. There's a lot of songs that have a lot of dark meta-narrative underneath, Mm -hmm. don't they? And I like those too. I shall give you points. You are now on a resplendent four. From a phantom nun to a mystery woman wearing white, the towels surrounding Sydney's Wakehurst Parkway are the stuff of nightmares. The stretch of highway through National Park in the city's northern suburbs plunges into total darkness at night, making it notorious for fatal crashes. It runs deep along Creek Reserve, a site infamous for gruesome slayings such as Stephen Dempsey, who was shot and dismembered in 1994 by a murderer who then stored his body in a freezer. But it is best known by locals for ghost stories about a haunting nun and a woman in white named Kelly, who appears in the back seats of cars. My relatives have told me all about the story involving a young girl called Kelly, who used to appear in people's cars just before the lights at Oxford Falls. If they were travelling alone past midnight, she tries to take control of the car and tries to run them off the road. Apparently she died in a car crash back in the late 1970s, and has been haunting the road ever since. Ex-cabbie driver has also described a chilling paranormal activity encounter he had with the nun, who he claims also appeared inside his car. There was a grey silhouette of a thin young woman in the mirror, apparently sitting on the middle of the seat in the back, sort of staring straight back at me. She was in a kind of white gown and a headdress, like a Christian nun, he wrote. She then started singing Doe, a deer, a female deer. Oh, bull. It's Maria. <laughs> <laughs> and the drop. worst use of passive language in a song goes to Doe a deer, a female deer. How about it's a female deer? Passive language, can't be. <laughs> I couldn't really see her face clearly, just the shape of her face and her deep green eyes. Yes, the sad green eyes. But she was definitely real and sitting there and staring back at me at that precise mm-hmm. moment. He later heard from a passenger that a Scottish nun died on the road 80 years ago. Legend has it, she has still been haunting drivers there ever since. One dead nun in 80. Oh, no. Other drivers have told online of cars breaking down unexpectedly before feeling a shiver running down their spines. Ghostly nun are having none of it. Visit our <laughs> Facebook site, More Questions and Answers, wow. with Adrian Lee. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Ghosts and Hauntings? My story comes from Jackson, Mississippi. Going to do the accent? Um, no. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Experts estimate up to 7,000 bodies are buried on the University of Mississippi Medical Center campus. Wow. They're not going to be digging a swimming pool there anytime mm-hmm. soon. You wait and see. They are former patients of the state's first mental institution called the Insane Asylum, built in 1855. There's a theme developing with you in Insane Asylums, mm-hmm. isn't yes. it? Yes. 
And underground radar shows their coffins stretch across 20 acres of the campus where officials have wanted to build. But those officials have faced a steep cost. $3,000 to exhume and rebury each body, as much as $21 million total. Now, UMMC is studying the cheaper alternative of handling those exhumations in-house at a cost of $400,000 a year for at least eight years. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. It would also create a memorial that would preserve the remains with a visitor center and a lab that could be used to study the remains as well as the remnants of clothing and coffins. This sounds familiar to me. My dad worked before he retired in the physics lab of Queen Mary and Westfield College in London and he was on the top floor in the physics lab and they started doing building work mm -hmm. and they discovered a medieval graveyard and they had to stop building to exhume all the bodies and he overlooked even though they fenced it all off so you couldn't mm -hmm. see on the fifth floor he can look down and see what they were doing it's fascinating i think I'm he sure. took his binoculars with him oh, i would grim oh. very grim officials have formed the asylum hill research consortium made up of anthropologists archaeologists historians and even an expert in dating the wood of the coffins it was a consortium that developed the memorial visitor center lab plants we have inherited these patients, and we want to show them that we have care and respectful management for them. I want to know what the professional title is of a man who examines wood on coffins. Osteologists study the history of bones. If you dig up a body, an osteologist would then look at the bones and say, I think it was a woman, they were 13 years old, mm -hmm. they died of this, they died of that. Someone who studies the history of wood in archaeology. Xylem, Zeist, is wood. In Latin, I believe. That's where xylophone comes from. Oh. Like wooden. So it'd be a xyloologist, maybe? Maybe. Guessing. <laughs> I'm going to make up my own words. I like do it. it. That I was think that's the way it's a xyloologist. Yep. He has a new nickname, a new title. I want to be a xyloologist. I'm going to study the history of wood. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stick to bones. No, hang on. Um, <laughs> You're not getting any better. Nope. I shall give Michelle two points. She is now on three. I shall bring up the last story in the round of Ghosts and Hauntings. Megan Flatterly, 17, from New Jersey, arrived at Pensalkin High School's junior prom on Saturday, lying flat in a wooden box. She was driven there in a hearst. Megan slid out of the coffin as her stunned classmates looked on. Her date, Stephen Caldwell, who had not arrived in a coffin. Oh, <laughs> that's too bad. In brackets. Then took her hand and the pair walked into the party very much alive. It could be worse. You could be leaving the prom in a hearse, right? True. Oh. On social media, some people joked that Megan had killed it, while others said the student looked drop dead. Gorgeous. Oh, Megan funny. simply said <laughs> she likes being different. Don't serial killers say that after they're caught? Oh. Megan told a local news site that her extraordinary entrance was mostly about having fun. But it wasn't totally random either. The teen wants to be a funeral director after college, following in the footsteps of a family friend, Dennis McGee, who, wearing a tux and a top hat, drove the hearse and drew the coffin from the vehicle. I made sure my prom date was okay with it, Megan said, before adding that she knew she'd cause a bit of a stir, but didn't think a dramatic entrance would be quite so widely publicised and shared. I don't think they were really... Right. Yeah. 
I don't think they were really <laughs> processing it. I'm a quiet person in school. Uh-huh. So people didn't expect it. It's always the quiet ones. Isn't She's going to go to Comic-Con, you know that? <laughs> While most people saw the humour behind the idea, some have criticised Megan's decision. They called it insensitive and tasteless and tacky. Tacky in the sense that it was sticky because there was some corp juice in the car. Oh. oh, God. Anything people do these days, people judge it, she said. People have opinions. But while plenty of people are uncomfortable with death, Megan said that it's a natural thing. And she dreams of one day working in a mortuary. And she's very serious. Mum Susan flatterly said she supports her daughter's ambitions. She just really took into it. She thought it was an honourable thing and an honourable way to make a living. You're always going to need undertakers, mortuary assistants and hairdressers. Susan added that her family have always been a bit theatrical. Mum's a stripper. Oh. We have the ability to put on a show, said her mum. <laughs> yep, stripper. <laughs> they didn't stop, apparently, at Dairy Queen on the way there. I'm sorry, Heather. Oh. You can see this story for yourself. Best prom queen or waiting at Dairy Queen. It's all there for you. Go to oh. our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee at the end of the round. That is Ghosts and Hauntings. I am on four. Michelle's on three. Heather's on four. And Heidi is currently on 2,000. We move into the round. That is UFOs and Cryptozoology. It's the tales from around the world this week of green men and hairy beasties. Nessie is not dead. <gasps> She's not she dead. never dead. <laughs> As the mythical Loch Ness Monster appears to have surfaced. In an incredible new video, shocking footage allegedly shows the beast's famous head and neck ploughing through the waters of Loch Ness. Stunned tourists watched as the mysterious long neck shaped moved through the water as a pleasure blow, a pleasure blow. Pleasure blow? <laughs> I'll bet. Can I have one of those? Hang on. <laughs> I'll show you my pleasure blow. Can I have a Nessie? <laughs> You can just see the neck poking out of the water, can't you? The neck and head. <laughs> As the shape moved through the water next to a pleasure bloat. Yep. <laughs> what is it called a pleasure boat? I mean, what, what's the opposite of pleasure? A misery boat? Do you want to come on the misery boat? <laughs> yes. Love, exciting and new. Come aboard. We're expecting you. Uh, have another Bloody Mary. Yes, it's misery bloat. Misery bloat. I've had that. Well. <laughs> How was God. your date? Oh, good Lord. Hello, ladies. <laughs> want to ride on my... Pleasure, <laughs> There were fears the Loch Ness Monster had died after she had not been seen for eight months, according to the official Loch Ness Monster sightings register. That would be terrible, wouldn't it? Awful. They wouldn't be able to sell any of those tea towels, any <laughs> of those cuddly stuffed toys. No. The clip was caught on camera by Rob Jones, 35, from North Wales. I bet there's hardly anyone in Wales called Rob Jones. <laughs> from the edge of the lock, I saw it quite far across the lock near the castle. But by the time I stopped the van, it was very close and the other people stopped to take photos too. Skeptical Rob added he doesn't believe in monsters, but did not know what the shape was moving through the lock. The new footage shows eerily similar similarities. Can you have similar similarities? Apparently, <laughs> yeah. To the famous surgeon's photograph, which was splashed 
across newspapers in 1934. However, the iconic image has since been revealed as a hoax, but sightings of Nessie have continued ever since. Gary Campbell, keeper of the official Loch Ness Monster Sightings Register, said earlier this year he was worried by the lack of sightings. Mr Campbell said last year was a record year with eight sightings, but then she seems to have disappeared. Despite continual probes of the 227-metre deep lock, there has never been any proof that it's the home of Nessie. Pleasure boat, pleasure sore, <laughs> or total bore. Go to our Facebook site, more questions than answers, and see the misery bloat for yourself. Can't wait. In all mm. its three-dimensional glory. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Green Men and Hairy Beasties? Well, deer are nothing, if not symbols of wide-eyed innocence. Surely you've heard the term doe-eyed or have seen the film Bambi. Turns out we've underestimated deer. Herein, we report on the first known photographic evidence of deer gnawing on human remains. Pakistani deer, then. Right, scientists <laughs> okay. from Texas. Oh, Texas, there we go. <laughs> Forensic Anthropology Research Facility on the paper published on Tuesday. Popular science reports that researchers left a human body out in the woods what? in 2014 and set up a motion-sensitive camera so they could study the what scavenging species <laughs> would do to a corpse. I want to see two deers standing next to a bloated corpse and one sent to the one Gavin go on poke it come with on, a stick come on. Gavin go yeah. on poke, poke it, it with a stick antler. poke it with a stick just wanna... give it a nudge with yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm covered I'm covered oh no, <laughs> no. god you stink Gavin Jeez, get away from me it stinks that's like a ripe cheese get off me oh, no. it's an outrage <laughs> It wasn't for a few months that the camera caught our antlered suspect, which was a white-tailed deer with a human rib bone in its mouth. A few days later, a deer, unclear if it was the same one, was spotted again with another rib bone in its mouth. Of course, this the same one. <laughs> this, this is where the... Uh, this is like Planet of the Apes. But it's, this is where deer start eating. They get a taste for human flesh. We've got problems. I want my baby back, baby. Oh, there'll be deer running up the high street, tearing out the throats of innocent children. Well, we can't have this. Apparently the deer was gnawing on it like a cigar in its mouth and just it. walking around. Studying the effects of wild animals on corpses can potentially help investigators figure out crucial information about found human bodies, like the length of time the person has been dead. I've seen it on CSI yeah. many a times with Grissom. Thank you. We're glad they found useful information, but we wish someone had warned us deer were running around with human bone cigars <laughs> a human little early. Human bone cigars. <laughs> Yeah, Bambi the Thirteenth, <laughs> Bambi's Revenge. <laughs> that is so a movie Disney has oh, to do. Yeah. <laughs> Would nice. be great. Listen, it's dear... when she Bambi's going to go after the Huntsman that uh, killed right. the mother. Yeah, that's right. yes. They'll be sat in their car, and suddenly you'll hear trotting like, <laughs> yeah. Did you hear that? No, no, I didn't hear anything. Suddenly, it's on the yeah. on the roof. You know. Wow. I know nothing about these deer. They're very Apparently. mysterious animals. Mm. They come into your house in the middle of the night and nibble your carrots. 
<laughs> Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of green men and hairy beasties? Well, a tattooed fish was pulled from the sea, and alien hunters say it's from space. Tattooed fish? Yep. Did it have a switchblade as well? <laughs> was it unhappy? Was it wild? <laughs> yeah. Fish. It's Vinny the tuna. Yeah. Vinny the tuna. <laughs> he sleeps with the fishes. Oh, no. I'm going to be sleeping with the fishes. You're going to see Fat Mold, a halibut. Yeah, you're saying. Yeah, he's a halibut. He's fat. You're going to be sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> oh, no. We're taking the Fat Mo, the halibut, in Chicago. <laughs> A whole mobster gang of fish out there. They're yep. tattooed. Mm-hmm. There's gangs of them. And angry. They're doing gang signs with their fins. They are. Shocking. Mm-hmm. The tattooed fish had bizarre markings that looked like letters had been tattooed on. Alien enthusiasts have been quick to blame the markings on the supernatural, trying to deliver a message, while others fear it is due to changes in the Earth's ocean. The supernatural trying to deliver a message. There's aliens, they've travelled, they have the technology to travel billions of light years across the universe. We need to send mankind a message. Let's tattoo a fish and hope one day it gets caught. No, no, I don't don't think we should do that, Darren. I think we should just keep going with the crop circles. (laughs) No, 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 I think we should have a vote. (laughs) The crop circles aren't working. We've been doing them for 30 years and they still haven't worked them out. Let's go with the tattooing of the fish idea. We need a wow factor. (laughs) We need wow. Like as in like killer wow. You guys are all wow. Believable. This is the last time I'm eating marshmallow flavoured Oreo cookie peeps on this show. I think they're hallucinogenic. I'm, I'm <laughs> seeing all kinds of shapes and stars. Me too. I'm hearing Jimi Hendrix. Down, 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 down. Down, 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 down. Maybe we can get Martin to sell the rest of them for us. Oh, yeah. We could autograph them. Heather's licked this one. It's yeah, going for yeah. three grand. Mm-hmm. There's, people, there's people in prison that would have one that you've licked, I'm sure. I hope yeah. so. I can yeah. hope so. There's money to be made. The creature was reportedly netted by fishermen from Lopez Jaina in Mindano, Philippines. Pictures of the weird fish went viral after being posted online by the stunned seafarers. It had the words, I love Doris, with a dagger <laughs> going through her heart. Yeah. Mom. <laughs> Triggering bizarre speculation about what could have caused it. The intricate markings have even appeared to include a strange letter-like symbol. One theory is that it could have become tangled up in plastic waste in the sea. And that tattooed it, did it? Yep. With all symbols and mm-hmm. daggers and love hearts. But then UFO hunters got involved. Oh, no. And it was our old friend, Scott C. Waring. Must be true. Yes. Oh, and he's getting $900 for yep. this. Editor Scott. of UFOsightingsdaily.com is quick to blame any mystery at the door of alleged alien visitors. How this fish got symbols, letters, numbers, etc. on its body remains a mystery, but could it be that the fish was sent by something supernatural to deliver a message to humanity? Look oh. at this. This is Anderson Cooper's <laughs> eye roll. Oh, my. <laughs> She's gone cross-eyed. Wow. I am not Kelly Conway. <laughs> I will be. Go and get a wig. <laughs> Shall I keep the stubble? <laughs> If that's got numbers on it, I want to play the lottery tomorrow. Give me the numbers, we'll play the lottery. This will be the fish that wins us a fortune. Yes. Lucky fish. Mr. Waring blog, this fish may have been a visiting alien species that wanted to mingle with a species similar to its own. 
only to get caught and eaten as food. What does it taste like? This is the thing. Cook some chips up. We'll have fish and chips. It's chicken of the sea. Chicken of the sea. There is a picture of this fish. If you mm-hmm. go to our Facebook site, More Questions and Answers with Adrian Lee, you will see the tattooed fish. Vinny. Vinny the tattooed tuna. <laughs> we move into the final round of the night. That is the strange and the bizarre. It's the stories from around the world that are too good not to read out, but don't fit easily into any other category. I'm on six. Michelle's on five. Heather's on six. And Heidi is run away in the lead with 2,000 points. A Chinese bride was devastated after discovering most of the guests attending her wedding were total strangers hired by her fiancé. Who cares if they bring gifts? Yeah. The bridegroom... <laughs> Named Wang said he hired. Of course he was. He I don't want to be Wuss's Wang. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be Mrs. Wang. No. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? Can't we change your first name to Ima? <laughs> said he was hired. He hired over two hundred fake relatives and friends <laughs> to watch him tie the knot. <laughs> tie the knot in his Wang. Wedding, <laughs> because <laughs> Wang Doodle, <laughs> his real family didn't agree to the marriage. Oh. Was his first name Chung? Chung Wang. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Wang Everybody. Chung. Everybody. <laughs> there was a dance there apparently, yeah. so there was some dancing taking place. <laughs> the devastated bride called the police to arrest Mr. Wang during the ceremony in Shanghai Province. On what charge? Caught in possession of fake relatives during the hours of darkness. The bizarre incident occurred at the three-star hotel in Xi'an. They do like their exes, don't they, in China? A lot of exes. Very underused is the ex in the English language. Yes. During the three-day Labor Day holidays. Are you talking about woman ex, man ex, or you're talking about letter ex? Letter ex. Okay, good. (laughs) I didn't realize I don't like my ex. (laughs) (laughs) E-ex. Well, you shouldn't put all your ex in one basket, should you? Oh, my God. The bride's name was Lai. Lai Wang? Lai Wang. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, that can't be. <laughs> oh, good. Thank was you. anxious as their future in-laws were nowhere to be found. <gasps> oh, good. As the wedding ceremony was about to start, her husband-to-be insisted that his parents were on the way and would arrive at the venue very shortly. The groom's guests were actors, university students and cab drivers. The three most trustworthy people in society. Everybody he met on the way there. That's right. (laughs) They said. And the guy who served him a Burger King. They said they were paid $13 to $15 each to pose as wedding guests. I'd have done that for a plate of free food and a dance. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, Booze. Whatever. Frustrated by the endless wait, Lai's sister talked to the groom's relatives and friends at the banquet to see if any of them had any idea where his parents were. Lai was shocked and she called the police to arrest her husband-to-be for staging the entire drama. Wang confessed to the police that he had to hire fake relatives and friends because his real family didn't approve of his future wife. Wang and Lai had been dating for about three years, but they did not have any mutual friends. It's amazing how many men lie over their Wang. His father disliked Lai, as she didn't come from the same town as them. Local police said an investigation is underway. 
Blushing yeah. Bride or Run and Hide? Visit our Facebook site, more oh, questions and sad. answers. With Adrian Lee, Miss Morris, what have you got tonight in the round of The Strange and The Very Bizarre? At least seven cats have been abducted. <gasps> seven at seven? least. Seven. Cat, that was for the wedding feast. Oh, oh my God! You did not. No, cats are very greasy. I can't oh, touch God. them. They, they play me up something terrible. Greasy food. An unknown individual in Virginia has been abducting pet cats <gasps> and then returning them, partially shaved. Yep. <laughs> Down to the wood. <laughs> 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 What's he doing next door? Go and complain. It's been three hours he's been at it. I just got home from work. I want to watch the telly. Is he shaving cats again? Residents in Waynesboro have become so fed up with the problem that they've taken to erecting warning signs on their street in an effort to encourage others to come forward with information on the mysterious shaver. Please don't shave our cats. There is, a, there is an obvious oh, joke in there. I, yes, and you cannot say no, it. No, no one's going to say it. We're everyone, all ev- thinking it. Everyone thinks it. I tell you what, everyone at home get two points for thinking of the joke <laughs> that we can't say on air. According to the police, the perpetrator... Wait, Partially shaved. What, like the front, the back, halfway up the I will get to that, but okay. you're jumping the gun, Mr. Lee. According to the police, the perpetrator uses a razor to selectively shave the cat's underbellies. <laughs> <laughs> How weird! But it smells so, so good. Mm, it smells. Listen, it smells. So, I just want to put my head on it and blow raspberries. <laughs> it, it hurts, but because she can't tell me what's going on, I know it probably hurt her, but. Probably not physically, but but maybe (laughs) mentally. Mentally. It's really hard on her. God, my nipples are cold. What happens? She doesn't want me to pick her up. (laughs) (laughs) The first thing I would do, if I saw a cat with a shaved belly, I'd be in there blowing a raspberry. I'd be straight in there. It's sleeping. You can see it's twitching. It's dreaming of squirrels. I'd be straight in there. Straight through the cat flap. But it'd be funny. I'd like that. I want to blow a raspberry on a shaved cat's belly. She used to like me, and she used to let me pick her up and and give her squeezes, and I got to hold her and everything. That's what I do. But now she doesn't want me to pick her up anymore. She won't let me do it. Breaks your heart, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) We need to put some sort of GoFundMe site together for shaved cats. Shaved cats. So several of our neighbors have also reported the same thing. Over the last few months, their cats have been shaved collectively <laughs> this keep, involves he's stuffing mattresses <laughs> this is the softest warmest mattress you'll ever have feel the softness sweater. <laughs> god this cat hair sweater's killing me it's itchy yeah. I've got hives look I'm like Baloo in Jungle Book I'm rubbing myself look against a tree with hives and a new sweater <laughs> well collectively this involves at least seven cats that we are aware of, and they're both indoor and they're both outdoor cats. So he doesn't care. And all the cats are wearing collars, says Captain Kelly Walker. Oh, that probably should have been a female voice. I thought that was a female voice. <laughs> Yeah, she cho- she chews backy. Ah, to be fair. Smoked a porn call, Pap. Ke- no, it's just a human bone, I think you'll find. There you go. Kelly can be a man <laughs> and a female. Male and female, Kelly. 
You can get both. Kelly's yeah, that's heroes. true. That's yeah. true. Kelly's we don't heroes know. We don't know. We don't. We just, we just don't. Know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Michelle. <laughs> yes. You have the last story of the evening. I can relate to this story completely. It's not about shaving your belly, is it? No, I hope so. I did that last week. Ooh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Did uh, you stuff a mattress? <laughs> I'll get your hard-to-reach areas. <laughs> Thanks, Heather. Put some glitter on it. <laughs> All right. A Texas man was filmed rescuing and releasing a squirrel. Oh, poor thing. But he shaved it first. No. That somehow ended up trapped inside a toilet at a friend's home. <laughs> you are joking no, me. There's another one out there. You, so you're you're not, not the only one. I feel so much better. Only the squirrel... Survived. Yes. <laughs> so there's now two people tell the tale. we are aware of that have yes. had a squirrel jamming up their U-bend. Yep. Uh, Amanda Boyles, who posted the video to YouTube. I should have filmed mine, but mine was deceased. It was a lot sadder. I'm um, probably bloated. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> One of those bloated U-Bend squirrels you read so much about. I fished it out with a big old barbecue tong. It was the bloat that was blocking the toilet. Oh. Like a plug. Oh, she said she and her husband were preparing for church Sunday morning when a friend called and requested help with the unusual intruder. The video shows Boyle's husband dressed up in his church clothes, donning gloves... I see you're doing the actions, but we're yep. on the radio. Oh, right. And venturing into the Whitney apartment's bathroom. With a gun? No. Oh. <laughs> it's a little extreme. <laughs> You've plugged my toilet. Damn you in your ways. <laughs> the man reaches into the toilet and carefully extracts the soggy and seemingly exhausted squirrel. Poor little guy. I don't remember eating that. <laughs> He's slinging poop water on me. The man jokes while quickly what? carrying the squirrel outside. Yeah. I have a question about that. Mm-hmm. So if the squirrel is flinging poop water, who didn't flush prior? Right. That's nasty. Just Mine wondering. was in a clean bowl. Yeah. He he didn't die dirty, mine. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I have nothing to add to that. I For the first time in four years, I have nothing to add. I can't think of anything I need to mm. say at that point. It speaks for itself. He places the squirrel at the base of a tree, which the squirrel then climbs. Oh, so good he, squirrel. Yep. How did it get in there? These things are never answered, are they? they There's never, always, this... always more questions mm-hmm. than answers. Every single time. We now enter the round that is called Not For Your Mother, which means you have now found us somewhere in our archive. So well done you for being tech savvy and finding our social media platforms. If you're on SoundCloud, why not press the little orange, grey-coloured love heart? (laughs) Grey-coloured, the black heart. The orange heart. And tell us how much you love the show. If there's any young minors in the room, if your mother is still with us, she needs to be ushered out of the room, taken away. These are the stories from around the world that we can't read out on air. A randy couple were found half-naked after apparently dying in the middle of an oral sex session. Oh, that's sad. Uh, you know, is it possible to come back as a ghost? To a- come back? Oh, jeez. I even got my first sentence out. <laughs> well, you said it. And we were thinking it. Yep. Do you think they're going to be haunting that site forever, doing those actions? 
Just see Possibly. You know, Possibly. This is what you've got mm-hmm. to look forward to in the afterlife, apparently. What was the cabin show that you said everybody should watch? Hand job cabin. Hand job cabin. <laughs> Best horror film ever. <laughs> Look, up, look up the trailers on YouTube for oh Handjob Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> Handjob Kevin. I'm sorry, Kevin. I'm sorry, Kevin. We can only apologize. <laughs> to be fair, he was in the Marines. Yeah. You want to go to the cabin? <laughs> if Kevin's listening, I apologize. But to be honest, Handjob Kevin suits you. So I... <laughs> Poor Kevin. Job... He just got out of rehab. Handjob <laughs> Cabin. Handjob cabin. It's the cookies. The lovers. It's a lot of sugar. <laughs> the lovers seem to have suffocated after toxic gas filled their parked car as they romped. What? Do you get toxic gas when you're romping, Michelle? No. no Taco no. Bell. Taco Bell. <laughs> you're down I'm there classy. doing the business. <laughs> With the wind whistling through your hair, no. officers smash. Oh. Oh. <laughs> wow. I think all of your listeners in prison have got a yep. bit more about you now, yep. haven't they? Officers smashed into the BMW after alarmed residents alerted them to the motionless pair lying half naked inside. The man hump. <laughs> People have died. How dare you? The man was found naked from the waist down. And the woman was lying face down on the man's lap in New <laughs> Taipei City, Taiwan. Oh. After they examined the scene, officers concluded the lustful middle-aged duo asphyxiated whilst having oral sex as the odorless gas built up inside the tightly sealed vehicle. See, I always told you to crack a window. Police? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that incident. <laughs> Police ruled out suicide and dismissed the possibility that any foul play had been involved. They have yet to release an official cause of death. The couple were later identified as 49-year-old man named Song and a woman, also 49, called Chen. It is wanted fueled... it to be Wang. You wanted it to be Wang? Well, we can call them Wang as well. Okay. Not a problem. It has fueled speculation that the tragic lovers had been engaged in an extraterrestrial. An extraterrestrial. Extraterrestrial. <laughs> an extraterrestrial. <laughs> love. With a tattooed fish. <laughs> With a tattooed. Imagine the officer knocking on the window. What are you doing in there? Give me two minutes. <laughs> You don't want to know. He's got a tattooed fish. <laughs> Vinny the tuna. Yeah, he's naked. <laughs> naked from the waist down with a tattooed fish. <laughs> to be fair, the fish was consenting. Yes. It has fueled speculation that they were engaged in an affair. But police refused to confirm whether that was true. Chen's sister told officers she last saw her sibling at 8pm on Monday and that she had not turned up for work. The following day. So important and life-saving information here on MQTA. We are a service, of course. Always crack a window. Crack a window. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? A 65-year-old man in Florida says... Florida! Yay! Yay! Cantaloupe! Cantaloupe! Says the impressive size of his penis is to blame... For his girlfriend's choking death during sex, and he wants to let the jury see his manhood for themselves to prove his case. Ooh. Yeah. Those on the second row of the jury will have to stand up. You're going to have to... What do they mean? Are they going to have to, like, you know, exhibit B and he's standing there with his trousers down? 
I'm getting choked up. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I don't mind talking about it, but I don't want it rammed down my throat. No, no. It leaves a bit of taste in my Neither mouth. Neither did me. she. <laughs> the thing is that I'm guessing it wasn't flaccid when he choked the woman. Right. So in a court of law, he's going to have to present himself in the fall. Yep. You hear what we're saying? Yep. That's going to be off- awkward, isn't it? If it's a choice between choking and not choking, I would choose biting. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to choke because uh, I don't want to hurt the other person. Put your teeth back in, Michelle. I can't. <laughs> in fact, no, give them to I me. I paid a lot of money for these. <laughs> now, now, Michelle. Yes. If if somebody is... Um, I am in the room. I'm still here. Yeah, but you don't matter. Yeah. Okay. During this particular conversation. Yeah. I'll matter when I'm giving you points out later. Oh, I thought Ooh. you were going to say yeah, something, something else. <laughs> It'll matter what I'm giving you really good, hard points. (laughs) In your mouth. (laughs) Sorry. As long as it's not two. (laughs) I'm only going to be able to manage one. (laughs) What's that for? (laughs) Four? Oh, God. This is totally the wrong way. Okay. Yeah. So you're down there. Yep. Oh, I can't believe this. And would you, if if he's forcing you down there, you know, got the whole ear grab on and everything. Let go of my ears. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Did I just say that? I'm sorry. Out loud, I'll yeah. Keep quiet. <laughs> this is why we didn't include you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. And you think you're going to asphyxiate. Wow. That's the longest word you know. Well, you think you're going to. Yeah. Do you choose to let it happen or take... Option A. A. (laughs) Or do you choose option B? Option B. Which is a nice big bite. And we'll bring your husband in now and we'll ask... (laughs) If the the options match up, you will be getting the $200. We asked Michelle, your wife, option A, would you... I'm a fighter and I'd do the biter. I'm I'm a B. Yeah. I'm a bee. I'm going bee. You're both a couple of bees. I yep. can see that. Do not hold my head. Don't. I'm a bee. Uh-uh. Don't grab my hair. Don't grab... Nope. nope. Don't grab my ears. Nope. Nope. I'm a bee. Uh-huh. I'll bite you. Yeah. Right now. Yep. I'm, I'm not afraid. Sat here Uh-oh. minding my own business. You look a little bit scared and yellow. Yeah, you do. You do. Very fight. Look at the two of you. Look. Yeah. Michelle's rolled her sleeves up. She's ready for a fight. Yep. I'm pissed off. That a woman has made a shank out of a pencil. That's right. That a woman has died because she was afraid to bite. Yep. Just bite. I don't think so. I think it's. Well, let's see more of the case then. Let's have a look, Mm -hmm. see what he's got to say for himself. Richard Henry Patterson, who lives in Margate, not far from Fort Lauderdale. Patterson. Yeah. Is accused of murder. 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 He has always admitted that he choked his girlfriend, 60-year-old Francisca Martinez. She didn't oh, have any they teeth. are well into their years. Yes. No teeth. <laughs> is, it like, <laughs> is it like an alligator? You know, where... Giggly yeah, you know, No, you know, all the pressure... All, all the pressures, the teeth are overlapping. Yeah. Thank God he was dating Gumby. What I'm saying is they, they might, you know, an alligator's got all the pressure. Oh, your assumptions are crazy. Yeah, you're <laughs> off the mark, man. But he did not say exactly how she choked to death. 
He now claims that she died while performing oral sex, and his attorneys wants a judge's permission to show the jury his penis to prove that it is large enough to cause an accidental choking death. It'd be disappointing if he did show it and the jury then decided it wasn't. Well, how did it make the marks on the outside of her neck? Exactly. Well, there's other parts to go with Mm. it. It's not just the twig. You get berries as well. Oh, the berries are never that big. Duck Mm. eggs, mate. No. A couple of duck eggs. Yeah. What? Elephantitis, huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen pictures. Yeah. What, of my duck eggs? Where? Of your pigeon 70s. eggs. <laughs> Pige- pigeon eggs? A couple of Maris Pipers? What's wrong with you? It's a Ren. quail's egg. Ren eggs. Aww. It was cold. It was cold. It was, it was yeah. yeah. Shrinkage. Indeed, Patterson's attorney, Kevin Padowitz, says the size of his client's manhood is key to his defense. Nice. Could the large penis defense have a chance of creating reasonable doubt in this Could case? Could it stand up in court? <gasps> <laughs> that <was> awesome. <laughs> Let's just finish there. I'm done. Let's go home. No. Nope. Let's go to the bar. Nope. I'm happy. No, it's a good way to finish. I'm done. I That's what he I said. I can't agree with that. According to the autopsy, Martinez showed no signs of trauma. There were no bruises on her neck, but the autopsy also notes that the body was in an early stage of decomposition, making some bruising more difficult to detect with certainty. So he may have carried on long after she died, are we thinking? Yeah, Yeah, the medical examiner was unable to reach a definitive conclusion about the cause and manner of death. Oh. So... Well, thank you for bringing the tone of the show down. You're welcome. Finally, Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? Well, I have a study led by the University of Albany psychology professor Gordon Gallup. It's a Gallup poll. Yeah. Who found that among females having sex, those women who did not use condoms showed fewer signs of... Trauma. Latex. Reactions? No. I've got all their albums. Actually, actually, depression. What? They are thinking that semen is a cure for depression. Get it down, you sweetheart. It'll make you happy. It'll make me happy. It'll make you happy. Everyone will be happy. They are speculating that when semen is absorbed through the vag... Your mother always seems cheerful and happy. Wow. Thank you for visiting her so much, by the way. It may have an effect on women's moods. The study in particular relied on what is known as the Beck Depression Inventory, or the BDI, a survey which is widely used to measure individual differences in symptoms of depression. As part of the study, around 300 different women filled out anonymous questionnaires and addressed various aspects of their sexual behavior, including how often they had sexual intercourse, when they last had sex, and whether or not they used condoms. Yeah, I'll drink this. It'll cheer you up. I'm not having it out of a condom, you but... No, I was going to put it in a cup of tea. What's wrong with you? <laughs> no hip, no. No creamer, please. No. Well, Two lumps or... <laughs> oh, oh, if it has lumps, really. No. I need Mm-mm. to drink more. I'm dehydrated. I can only apologize. Oh. While 300 women is still a relatively small sample size... A big sample is what you want. (laughs) Oh, no. The researchers tried to control for other variables, including the frequency of sexual intercourse, 
the use of other types of contraceptives, such as birth control pills, and whether or not the female was in an empty bag of chips. Jizz. Um, (laughs) I wish you had to pick salt and vinegar. (laughs) Stings. Stingy. Sting it. Barbecue beef. That's gone up the aisle. Have you seen the new flavors, chicken wing? Really? Buffalo. (laughs) God. As long as it's not a biscuits and gravy. <laughs> no, it's just the biscuits. You make your own gravy. That's my stripper name. Or biscuits and gravy. <laughs> Taco Bell. Oh, no. Um, they checked to see whether or not the female was in a relationship, but found that condom use accounted for more of a swing in the likelihood of depressive symptoms than any of the other variables. Interesting. So they think if you use a condom, you're not going to be as happy as if you don't. There's going to be men pulling their wives to the I radio know. now and saying, listen, listen to, to this. this, I told you. See? There. We're, we're a public benefit. Yes. Don't believe it. That's all I'm saying. Do what you want, women. Do what you want, I women. don't think there's yep. a big enough sample. There's so <laughs> Me many, either, there's so for many, some reason. There's so many variables. <laughs> Not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I'm not falling into that trap. <laughs> trap. <laughs> well, all good things come to an end. So let us look at tonight's scores in last place with the K2 meter and the dead battery. It is Michelle who scored five. Ooh, nice. Heather Morris scored six. I also scored six, but in resplendent first place, winning the 33 Thousand dollar IR camera is Heidi, who's currently on her way to school in Minneapolis. Well Yay, done. Yay, Heidi. You. Well mm-hmm. done. Do not fear, listener. Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time. And I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre, and weird. Please tell all your friends and family about the show and feel free to contact me anytime via my Facebook site, More Questions and Answers with Adrian Lee. Or you can follow my Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips. And remember my latest book, Mysterious Midwest, unwrapping urban legends and ghostly tales from the dead is now available online and in all good bookshops remember we also do an extra 20 minutes of the show now on soundcloud if you go to soundcloud.com and search for mqta radio you will hear all the stories from around the world that we can't read out on air my gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to lorna hunter heather morris tom drainer michelle corey and all of the international paranormal society at interparanormal.net and all of the show's sponsors including the lakes area paranormal interest group mufon of minnesota and martins online auctions of facebook this show is dedicated to stephen clark wherever you are i wish you the best sir it remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember be interested and interesting good night <laughs>